Hello and welcome to That's So Pigmented for our third episode and this episode is going to be very special. Fourth episode. <laughs> Sophia just reminded me. So I'm Gladys, I'm your host for tonight and uh, I'm of course with Sophia, Julia and Jensu and our special guest Marco. Hi everyone. Welcome Marco. Where are you from? I'm from Croatia, Zagreb, the main uh, capital of Croatia and I came here in September last year doing my master's degree in computer science and business studies, also working here currently in, in Copenhagen. And uh, yeah, nice nice to be your guest. <laughs> and we're super happy to have you. First guest. Yeah, first guest. <laughs> Special, yeah. And for the occasion, what are we drinking? Some nice beer, huh? Beer, yeah. We never had beer before here on the podcast. It was always just wine and now... We're cracking open a cold one. With a boy. With a boy. With a boy. <laughs> yeah. It's the first male guest, so I think that beer is appropriate. <laughs> exactly. And we're doing this podcast because Marco recently sent us a petition of uh, something which is currently happening in Denmark. Do you want to talk a bit? Yeah, like, what um, is it about? So uh, current events in Denmark regarding the educational system that they have, they are trying to take down really a lot of uh, English programs and reduce their number since a lot of students that actually come here, they're not staying here long term but they actually go back to their countries. And since it's very nice to be here, the education is free. If you're working, you also get some benefits like the SU. What is the SU? Someone wants to explain. I don't know the full name in, Dan in Danish, uh, but that's like scholarship that you get. It's around 800 euros per uh, student and you have to work. It's for, e it's for EU uh, residents only. And Danish students get it just for free, just because they're Danish and they're st uh, studying full time. And yeah, like in the last, I think that EU Parliament brought this law in 2013, where all EU students had to and be able to get the SU. In those eight or some nine years, they have really attracted a lot of students from the EU. But current and latest re research showed that actually only like 20, 25% stay in the, in the country. And that's a huge problem for them because they're investing a lot of money and not so many people are staying here. Probably the weather is the reason I'm not <laughs> Because the education is free in Denmark. Yeah, education is free. Education is really good, I think. I'm not sure what do you think, guys, but I think it's pretty good, yeah. So basically the petition is to provide the decrease of courses taught in English. Yeah, to reduce the number of English courses. That's the petition for. No, the, the petition we, we are trying to sign is yeah, like to, to stay as it is. The same number oh, yeah, of English okay. courses, yeah, yeah. But what the Danish government is trying yeah. to do is trying to reduce the number of English courses. And actually, this summer when I was applying, there was actually one one uh, program that was removed from the list and that actually I wanted to apply. And it, it only got, we got a message. So that was 2019 March. Uh, and they said, yeah, no worries. This course will be now only offered in Danish. Don't don't worry about it. It's It only like takes three to four years to learn Danish in, in this level, so you don't, oh, I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> are you guys serious? But that, that's how it is. So do you girls have an opinion about it? Yeah, I don't like it. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, none of us are Danish here, right? Yeah, but I think it's also important for Danish students to study in English because you really mm. need it. Mm. I mean, especially yeah. in you, if you work in areas like Ooh, computer IT, science yeah. or mm. business, anything, you're yeah. really relying on mm. it. So I think 
also Danish students could benefit a lot from it just yeah. to keep it in English. And I think just the whole like diversity that's here is super important just to, I'm actually doing a paper on diversity and culture this semester. And a lot of companies are actually for diversity because by that they can like innovate more, have new like ideas on their projects. And that's very important. But yeah, on the other hand, Denmark is pretty good regarding the social uh, status and financial status, economic status. So they maybe don't need us anymore. <laughs> I don't know. But for us, we, none of us are Danish. So it's really not convenient that they remove those English courses. We need English here. Yeah. But like, is anybody of you maybe thinking about staying? in Denmark long term I would like to I find think Denmark is super beautiful like it's super flat but I really like overall the whole um I I love the whole vibe and the people here I think it's super lovely and yeah and I do think that because they're doing courses in English their level is super good anywhere you go and you guys do you plan on staying in Denmark I don't think so. <laughs> But you just came. Yeah, I just came for like one semester. Anyway. Or maybe you will like it like in a few months. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after a few months, I will be back. No, it's not that I don't like Denmark. It's just that I've been here and I've, I think I've experienced it. Now I would prefer going to another country to study. Yeah, honestly, that's yeah. the only reason. And I'll study in Vienna next year, so I didn't really mm. think that. No long-term plans, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly, not yet. What about you? Um, No, not for now, at least. Like, Even though you have a job. Yeah, I have a job and the job is great. And actually, we spoke today about like other plans. Oh, oh my God. Or what could happen. Yeah. And I'm not sure actually. Here, like the compensation is awesome. It's really above EU like standards and everything. But it's not just, it's not everything in money. I, I really, I have a lot of friends back in Croatia and my girl and everything. So my family. And I really think that I will be back. No, it's the, my plan is to go back actually and stay in Croatia. But then like, since I work in IT, maybe we can have like a remote workplace or something like that because SAP actually this year said that the, the, every worker can stay at home until the end of the year. And maybe that can carry on after year, but Corona gave us some good things yeah. also, not, not only that. So I guess that here we're five international students and only one of us. Yeah, yeah I didn't and mention that I don't plan on staying as yeah. well. Yeah. And only one of us would like to stay, which is already super great, but maybe we can understand in the petition. Mm. Yeah, you see that's the 20%, one, one in five. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you guys can sign a petition just for me. <laughs> So I can I thank you. It. I signed it, yeah. <laughs> okay, and otherwise, for how long did you guys started studying in English? Because, I mean, here in Denmark, we have the possibility to do so, but maybe not for you back at home. I don't know. Jensu? Yeah, I've been studying my courses in English since high school. So it's been a long time. And I honestly only see the, I've only seen the benefits of it, to be honest. I have all my courses in English back in my university as well. And like learning from high school, starting to learn courses in English really helped me transition, like learning in English during university. And also, I think when you learn in English, you first of all, improve your English, obviously. And second of all, you have access to more resources than you might have, like searching in your own language. You start reading articles in English because like everyone, we all know English is currently the universal language. You obviously have more resources. And I feel like Denmark's policy, I can understand why they would prefer something like that. But I also think that not giving English courses tampers with the quality of education as well. 
for example, like especially in computer science, I know some of some people in Turkey, their university teaches computer science in Turkish. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And they have some weird words, right? Exactly, like because the industry and standard is in English. Yeah, exactly. Translate some of the words and then some stupid. Yeah, like even if you encounter a problem when you're coding, you're gonna have to Google it in English because that's how people put their questions, their answers. There is no way you can improve yourself just being stuck in Turkish, and then you stop being like understanding terminologies. It's a huge obstacle, I think. Especially for IT, like I don't know about different subjects, but for IT, it's crucial to. Yeah. yeah when I did economics back at home, some of it was in German and some was in English mm-hmm. because oh, it depends on the area. It's important to mm-hmm. be able to do that in English yeah. as well. Like just the words are yeah, very words. important to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back at home in France, I studied social science, economics, and politics. And on the paper, it was supposed to be both in English and in French. But mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you, and I'm, I think that's why I decided to continue my studies, not in France, because we basically had everything in French. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's only when I studied abroad for a semester in Japan, and of course they had only <laughs> courses mm-hmm. in. English and not in Japanese, that I realize how important it is and that all of the resources are always in English, even though it's more mm. social area. Yeah, like social science. And I guess that for you, Sophia, in communication, it's also really important. Yeah, like for me, this was my first time ever having courses in English. So yeah, I guess it's like kind of like Gladys is, is opening my eyes and I'm seeing that yeah, I really don't want to stay in Spain because I l- think English is super crucial. So I think that's kind of part of the problem why people in Spain don't really have very good English. I think high schools are kind of starting to jump on the bandwagon and they're teaching in English but at universities it's really bad and I always feel awful for exchange students that they, I think they kind of pull what you do like what they did to you like French slash English I think they kind of do the same like Spanish slash English but it's never English mm-hmm. yeah there's the same thing in Croatia it's it's very also traditional in a way and that's why not so many foreign students come because there's not so many English offered like programs so yeah mostly it's Croatian only but I actually studied the whole my bachelor degree in English since I studied at the American University so I was lucky enough to be able to study in English and yeah get on this before this experience yeah when I was applying for a different university and where I wanted to do my exchange semester during my bachelor degree when it came to Spanish speaking countries so it was Latin America and Spain being able to speak uh, Spanish and follow courses in Spanish was also a requirement. Yeah, anyway, I guess that's mainly in France. I'm not the best in English, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But since you had uh, courses taught in English, do you maybe have fun facts about maybe accents, professors? I mean, I can give a couple examples. Up until university, I think I only had my teachers were all Turkish, but they were teaching the courses in English. Or maybe some of them were actually native English speakers. But during university, actually, I had a French professor who was teaching us calculus. Shout out to my favorite <laughs> calculus professor, Saj. The thing is, the first day of the course, I didn't understand a single word that he was saying. I had no idea. And he was writing in cursive as well. So I was so lost. And it's like calculus. Like, it was a mess. But after some time, I really got used to it. And I don't really see it as like a barrier But a lot of people were like complaining about his accent and not picking him during the section selection time 
so his sections were always empty, but I actually really enjoyed it and I really understood everything. Yeah, I mean, at least you're variable to understand. I yeah. had, when I was in Japan, I had this uh, economic class. So it was economics, so kind of sometimes difficult to understand and you really have to focus. And I had this Japanese professor, so he had this huge Japanese accent first, but it was easy to understand. I mean, at least it was possible to understand. But sometimes he was just putting some Japanese word and then he said that and he, he's like, you understand, right? And then he moves on and I was just like, of course not. Can we go back? <laughs> Can we go back to the subject? And that was mostly, like most of the time when he was doing that, that was very important concepts. So of course I couldn't, oh my God, that was terrible. Yeah, and when I was in Japan as well, we had this professor, he was Belgian, but from the Belgian part of, uh, the French part of Belgium, mm -hmm. sorry. He was making his lecture and sometimes he was putting some French words in the sentence, but with yeah. the English accent-ish. <laughs> so, I mean, I could understand and sometimes I didn't even realize that it was not correct. But I was like with other international students and they were like, did you understand what he said? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I had this experience from the teacher from the discrete mathematics during my bachelor's degree. He was from Mexico, but he studied, he taught in the U.S. And then we barely understood him. Like his English was also very hard to understand, but that, that was super funny, actually. Yeah. And also a lot of students complain about it, but eventually we, we passed the course. <laughs> I also kind of had a problem with the teacher, but I think the fact that it was, it was this year, so it was online, that kind of made it worse. So he was from South Africa and he had this very thick accent and he spoke very fast and very low and he didn't really sit near the, his laptop so the voice was very you couldn't really hear or understand and I had to pump up my volume to the max and I still couldn't really understand yeah maybe if it had been in person it would have been a little better otherwise did you ever learn had courses or had language courses in other languages than English yeah I had it in Spanish actually so courses in Spanish oh no sorry I, no 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 courses in Spanish I had course from Spanish or how can I say that like course in Spanish like Spanish, language Spanish course, course. <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's what I thought but no no nothing yeah. else no me neither yeah I mean me neither I just learned German but it was a language course I only have yeah Spanish and Catalan in my home university so the both of them so that's crazy that we all had courses in our native language but and English but not in others usually how it is yeah yeah I think to be able to really understand a course you need to be a certain level yeah. so you're either I don't know you're bilingual or super hard to yeah, achieve in multiple exactly. languages maybe if you study three to four years like what Marco got suggested to do <laughs> Danish maybe maybe yeah but I had a few friends the one who decided the ones who decided to go to Spain or Latin America and they were having courses in Spanish and they improved yeah. so much yeah, I have friends in Germany who are like actually learning yeah. their courses in German, but yeah. they actually studied German for, I don't know, I think for one year, my friend just studied it. Well, but, that's impressive, yeah. But yeah, she was also learning it before she went there. So. Yeah, you need a certain level. But by going, you have to, I mean, at least even if you don't understand anything, everything, sorry, you can still pick up on new stuff. So I guess that's beneficial in that sense, like it's very good for you to learn the language, but then you're kind of missing out on maybe some important bits of the lecture. Yeah, definitely. I cannot imagine like now just going and hey, I'm going to study in German, like no yeah, way. Or Spanish, like, like I have some like basic knowledge of Spanish, but no way I'm 
able to study in Spanish. That's okay. And now, did you ever experience having a language barrier, not being able to communicate with someone? Traveling definitely when I was in Paris. <laughs> nobody speaks English there, I think. Yeah, of course, nobody speaks English. They're too proud of their French, so <laughs> that was definitely a language barrier. Wow, that's super hard. You're like you're without your legs. You're cut off. It's super hard. No, not not just this is just one example like various France, but there are places I think Italy also maybe sometimes. No, but I can totally agree with you that in mm. Paris some people just don't make the effort of mm. speaking English. I mean they can, but they're they just lazy to. and they don't really oh want to. God. It depends. I don't want to yeah, make generalities, but it won't be uncommon. <laughs> yeah. I think you kind of need to pick the right person to ask, for example, that for directions. I don't know, like in some situations you can't, you don't really have a choice. You have to make the person in front of you understand you, which, by the way, now that I think about it, I've never had, I don't think I've ever had like a language barrier, but when I was small and we were traveling with my parents, they don't really know, like they're not that comfortable with a daily English. And they would basically, with hand gestures, they would explain what they mean super well which i was always so impressed by which i can't really do like if the person across from me doesn't understand me then i'm just stuck i really don't have a way of getting around that but i experienced a pretty huge language barrier when i was in russia for a month and i basically spent a month yeah. without having any proper conversation with anyone so that was pretty hard so i was like your parents i guess i was just speaking with my hands and uh, mm. <laughs> trying to i don't know communicate somehow but you were able to communicate right in the end somehow maybe you i can was get drawing <laughs> I had That's a book i could yeah. draw yeah. exchange food or like mostly there were providing me food because I didn't have enough <laughs> but that was overall a super nice experience mm. I just realized how language in the end is very important how important it is mm. but how can we communicate right yeah I always yeah. remember my grandma and grandpa back in Croatia because usually during summer uh, they have guests coming from the whole Europe they have like barely in, it's like small understanding of German and that's it but they get so good with everybody you know and they can communicate with everybody like people from Sweden no worries yeah <laughs> and and that's like that's really cool right because they don't know any English they don't they know a bit of German you know but it's very like interesting to to see them how they communicate and in the end they manage to do it you know <laughs> so that's funny But that means that we all have common points, right? Yeah, there's always something that brings people together. Where it be? Yeah, it's like the human experience. Yeah. Movies <laughs> and also Formula One, right? Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the whole series. <gasps> you did? And I'm waiting for the email. Ad. <gasps> Me too. Oh my god. <laughs> well, there you have it on tape now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah so Marco and Chance are really into Formula One. <laughs> yeah, just to give some. Kind of I background. don't know. Yeah, I don't know all that much about it to be honest. Yeah, but I think Formula One is actually a great sport that brings people together. If you think about it, because all the drivers are from different nationalities. But to me, that's like, like a foreign language. Like if you're yeah. talking about it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they can be language barrier even yeah. in the same language <laughs> yeah exactly i really like formula one now i'm happy <laughs> yeah 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 we have a race this week yeah we haven't had it for three weeks so it's it's a big weekend right yeah. <laughs> waiting for that friday practice <laughs> okay and i want to bring up 
another subject, international expressions, because we're all five different uh, nationalities Ooh, yeah, here. That's nice. That's uh, nice. Spain, Croatia, German, Turkish, and French. And we all have, you know, specific expression in our own language. And then when you translate it, it doesn't really make sense. So I really, really want to hear you guys talking about your expression from your country. I feel like Gladys and I were kind of on the same page. It's kind of dead now, but we have a group chat with uh, some more international people and we used to share international expressions on there and translate it literally to English, which made no sense, and then explain what it actually means just to explain the meaning but um right off the bat i think one of the first ones i contributed to the group chat was something like alo hecho pecho which kind of means to what's done boobs and if you say it like that it makes no sense but it's kind of like owning up to what you have to like what you've done uh but there, there's a bunch i don't know i think gladys is going through them <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a point. <laughs> and what is also really fun is when you have, because we created the group chat so that we could read it and say it in the other language. Mm -hmm. Because personally, I always struggle to speak in Spanish. <laughs> but then you can go to Spain and just randomly so start saying couple. expressions like that. I have one which is montar un polo. Pollo. Pollo. Uh huh. Which means ride a chicken. Yeah, yeah. In Spain, you ride a chicken <laughs> when you make a mess out of something, or yeah, you make yeah, you just make a scene. Yeah, it can really mean anything, anything messy or inappropriate. <laughs> that can be to ride a chicken. I actually have a couple. I cheated a bit, but actually, we were talking about the other day. We were talking about with Gladys and Sofia. We realized we have expressions about April being like cold, wintry. Yeah. And we have one about March which I found the translation for and it like the English version is March makes you look through the door and then burn pickaxe and shovel and it's basically like March appears to be so much like spring like but then it's like winter it's terribly cold so I thought I thought that was an interesting one because in other languages it's April but we have it for March I don't know for no reason and also I realized when we are like I don't know, foreign to a subject, we say staying French. Like, I'm French <laughs> to that subject. Like, mm, I, <laughs> yeah, that also we have that in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but. In Croatian, yeah, yeah, yeah. French. Yeah, being That's French mean. is like. Yeah, yeah, we heard that the same thing in Croatian. <laughs> oh my god, this is like, this is new information. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's because French people just don't understand everything, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rather than their own language. So when somebody like doesn't understand what you're speaking, right? Yeah, you're like yeah, really unrelated to that subject. You're yeah, just like, I'm French to this subject. Yeah. Like, like when you talk to somebody and he doesn't like get what you're thinking, that, then we say like, yeah, don't act French. Or then we say, pray Francois. Like, what are you talking about? Like, don't be French. Like, what am I? <laughs> oh my God, y'all be roasting French people like that. Okay, maybe I shouldn't organize, have organized this podcast like that <laughs> <laughs> so Croatian and Turkish people, we have the same joke. In French, we said we don't say "don't be French" for sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't be German. <laughs> yeah, we have a saying like if something is unclear to you, it looks a bit tricky. You don't know what it's about. You say that's Spanish. <gasps> 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 no. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, we just be roasting other people in the European Union. <laughs> yeah, in no, for, like no for us it's not in Europe. We just say don't speak spe- uh, not Chinese. Oh. You're, yeah, you're also, speaking same. Chinese. We actually also have that in Spain. That, that's also, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's for the whole Europe, I think. But yeah. this is better. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so French, yeah. That's Bottom line, that's France great. and Spain are not really the more comprehensive <laughs> countries. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I saw that. I, nice, nice. That was a great one. But oh my god, Jansa, can you like? I remember you said something about the sun. Oh, I, yeah. There. <laughs> I just want you to say it on oh, tape yeah. so I can have it forever. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> have to explain it. it they basically say that if the sun is setting and then it hits you like the setting sun hits you you are beautiful and if it's in the morning and like sun is rising and it hits you it's like you have to pee or you <laughs> you have to pee <laughs> i got no clue but... interesting, interesting expression and people have to use the bathroom i guess yeah, but they also have sure. to in Actually, golden no. hour times. Yeah, any time. Oh, yeah. no, Especially with beers, right? <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we also have fun for noon. Like, if the noon sun hits you, but I don't know. Okay, Julia, can I say a German expression? Okay, hold on. I mean, I have to write one, but sure. Oh, you, you can have... go first. Okay. I'll, I'll... Oh my god. Steck den Kopf. Nicht in den Sand. Yeah. Yeah. So don't put your, uh, don't stick your head in the sand. sand. Yeah. In the sand. It makes sense, yeah. actually. It's like an ostrich. Like yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Right. Okay, I for the record, I had nine years of German. Nice. I think you're done well. <laughs> nine years. Good one. <laughs> but yeah, I really like that. I, I have the picture of someone just with the. Yeah. Head in the sand, and it's like yeah. I love the Spanish one that you introduced us to, like the yes, like a house. I think it was. Oh, we used to say that a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's just like agreeing to a plan. So, like, do you want to go to the cinema? Yes, like a house. Si como una casa. It means like a big, big yes. Like, oh, sign okay. me up. Mm, we have the same thing in Croatian. Actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, same thing. Oh wow! Yeah. It's like yeah, the same thing actually. House, but we say kucha, and it's the same actually thing. Damn. Can you say yeah. it? Yeah, like you mean like kucha? No, the it's the no, the whole Croatian. sentence in Croatian. Ah, like it, it's very simple, but it, it could be like da kao kucha. Mm, okay. Yes, like a house, da kao kucha. Yeah. Oh, like cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, and it's actually the same, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. We Croats are international. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all are. But it's so funny, actually, to have the same thing. I, I bet we have, like, a, a lot more in common, but now we can't, like, all uh, remember all the stuff. But there's, there's definitely a lot more. Yeah, we can do a deep dive into international yeah, yeah. expressions. It has to be a lot more. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So shall we close this session with this re- international reunion over an expression? <laughs> yeah. So that was really lovely to have you, Marco, and to have you. Thank you for inviting me. It was really nice speaking to you all. (laughs) See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.